0: I'm Valerie, and I'm Imra, and we are Two African, African Americans.
1: Welcome to Two African Americans, a place for courageous conversations that heal. This week, our nation celebrated the Fourth of July and we thought it might be a good time to talk traditions. Whether drinking tea together or dancing the samba, we can all agree that life would not be as rich or as meaningful without our family rituals. Storytelling, music, fireworks, dance, food, each ethnicity has a different take on how to celebrate. And Emma and Valor discussed today how important it is to embrace and honor the beauty in our varied family traditions. Let's tune in now for episode 10.
2: It is so exciting to be here together again today, Valerie, and we thought it would be so much fun to speak about traditions, who it's so much part of who we are, and literally traditions, they are, it is the handing down of information, beliefs, or customs from one generation to another, and of course, in my vocabulary, it's the stories, the 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 parts and pieces of us who make us who we are. And we come with that whole bag of goodness, which can also facilitate some other things if we don't truly understand that that's the makeup of each human being. Yes. So tell me a
0: little about your traditions. Mm. I think first I'd just like to say that African-American traditions are so diverse and it has a lot to do with the particular area of the country that you may be in as to what traditions that you hold and that your family observes. But um, it is definitely a culture that is rich in tradition. And you just said one of them, Imra, is storytelling. Um, That is one huge tradition in the African-American culture, mainly because uh, in the very beginning, slaves were not taught to read or write. And so storytelling was how we passed history from one generation to the next generation. And also you never knew if your family would be separated. So storytelling was a huge part of making sure that you knew a little bit about who you were and where you came from. And so storytelling is huge in the African-American tradition. Um, as a matter of fact, in my household, my dad, who you know I, and I think I've mentioned it here before, had quite a few faults and you know some things that made him not the best dad, but he had the best stories you know he would tell us about our grandma and our grand granddad and you know he'd tell us about growing up on a he actually grew up on a sharecropping farm. And so he would tell us about the long days and the hard work. But then he would also tell us about, you know, how they would sneak and eat some of the fresh vegetables, you know, and how he and his sisters, there were 13 of them, Mm. you know, the little uh, things that they would get into and and do to just kind of find a little bit of fun and relief in the middle of all of the things that they had to do. And so it was just really neat. And he had this belly laugh that, you know, he would always laugh the hardest at his own jokes that he would intertwine into the stories. And so storytelling is a really big part of the African-American tradition and culture. That's a beautiful thing. In,
2: in fact, I think you just posted a few weeks ago of you with your two littles at the ocean and that you were sharing with them a little of the truth of their story.
0: Yes, yes. And so the tradition continues. (laughs) Um, One of the things that I do with them is I share about my life with them. Um, And for those who have not heard or know this about me, we lost our son, David Grimes, in... 2017 January 1st 2017 and so I love to tell stories about him so that he's alive in their hearts and in their minds and so um we we often sit down and I'll share things from when their mother and my son were little kids so that they know him in fact when they see pictures oh that's Uncle David so for them it's almost as though he's still here so we live on through stories and passing that down to our our grandkids but the day that you're speaking of was on Monday June 19th on Juneteenth and so we went to what it was called a way in the water. So just an opportunity to come together as families, African American families, and step into the very waters that brought our ancestors here. We had an opportunity to step in as free people and to tell the story and to remember the legacy and the history of it all. And so this was the first year that I was able to take my three-year-old grandson and my four-year-old granddaughter. So they got to hear those stories from Others and then I also got to tell them the stories, and then we stepped into the water together. So that is another African American tradition. So just passing on richness like that. So that is the that's why each culture, each ethnic group should make sure they're passing that down to the next generation. That's absolutely beautiful.
2: If I think back on my life as an African, a South African. And the many stories there, really the only time I heard them was in a history class mm. at school. But but that was when the Dutch came and when the British came. And the, the early wars to build a colony, mm-hmm. at some point there was no further history in those years. Just like here, mm-hmm. there was history that you dare not speak about mm-hmm. what was currently going on uh, and we you know, not having that freedom of press. My mother was a creator. Oh, wow. She wrote children's stories. I have, they, my dad worked at a publishing, a printing at a press. And he had them, in those days, they would be all typed up. Uh And he'd have them bound in, not books that they were read on the radio. Oh, wow. uh, in, In South Africa. So I have a number of these books. They're in Afrikaans. Later years, she wrote poetry. and I, I, But, you know, th- the other thing is she never shared them with me. Mm. I, I, I was never told stories. Okay. By the time she was done with being a school teacher, she was done for the day. Oh, wow. And yeah. I was her only little real person, and I had to be quiet and mm. be tucked away. And I, I didn't even really know my family. Mm. I, I grew up. Not knowing anything about my culture, actually, uh, I think I mentioned really early on. I didn't understand. I only learned as an adult, as well, what actually happened to the Afrikaner people and how they were put in camps. Oh, wow! And I, I'm convinced that my my dad's family was there. I never I never really knew any family. Mm. Uh, I. So for me. It's an odd thing that that story is so much part of my life, yeah. Because almost as if it was totally snatched from me, but it was ever present. Wow. So I'm deeply thankful, and I'm you know I'm I'm passionate. I believe that we all make a difference in the world because of our stories. Absolutely. Because of what happens to us, we can help make life have hope and better for others Mm -hmm. so i think that's a beautiful thing that it's part of your uh, your culture i'm wondering that in my homeland because of the the war between the english and the afrikaans Mm -hmm. there was a separation there was a um a divide and a not speaking of and i was kind of raised english but i wasn't Mm -hmm. so it I think for so many of us, there's so many complexities. Mm-hmm. And and I, the only tradition I remember was tea. Oh, the sweet yeah. time I would have with my mom would be a tea time, oh. which I then took to my girls, which I then love to do with my girlfriends. And tea is so much part of my life. have yes. a tea collection. Yes. Uh, and understanding the things that we love, embrace them, make them more part of it. Of us don't hide them, and I love this work we're doing to to really share them. Mm-hmm. So, what are
0: important things to you? Right, right, and it's you know it's it's always sad to hear that someone's past and their history is heavy. But then at the same time, it helps to connect and unite. And like you say, help us to see beyond the exterior, which I think so often is the the problem with us. And I'm going to say the United, in the, here in the United States because it's the only place that I've lived for an extensive period of, well, all my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it is that we think that our story is so different than someone else's. But we do that because we look at the exterior and not get to know the person. So thank you for sharing that. And yes, you are a tea lover.
2: (laughs) and You are a coffee lover. And I
0: am a coffee (laughs) lover. But I stop and take time when we do have the opportunity to have tea because you love it.
2: It's so lovely, and I do. I have learned to enjoy a cup of coffee, especially. I mean, there's just so many exciting. I love the foam, and coffee always has wonderful foam on top. Um, and it just thinks uh, how important it is. The little things that that literally make up who we are. Absolutely. It's music. It's food. Yes. It's celebrations. Yes. Um, and and we all celebrate so differently. And I've so often seen that people get annoyed with one another when, mm-hmm. when it's not celebrated my way. Like, mm-hmm. some people are super loud. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's just a culture that's loud it's families that are loud although you you it is easy there are attributes to certain cultures we and and i love when the culture embraces that piece of them like italians love that they are fiery yeah they love that they are passionate Mm -hmm. and we i have a very close italian friend and it took me a minute to to realize don't take her personally Mm -hmm. this is her culture um, she is going to explode, and <laughs> I, and I, I think we—it's such a gift in life, and and it's so critical that it, when we understand this is a people's heritage, right? Don't take it personally, right? We take things personally. Yes.
0: Step outside of stereotypes because that's different. But the cultural piece in my family, we are loud. <laughs> we just. We are a group of extroverts. And when we get together, you have to be ready to put in, get your input in quickly because you may not be heard otherwise. And a time that that is really robust for us is when there is anything involving food. So, you know, that's another big African tradition, African American tradition is those soul food Sundays. And when my mom was alive and well, that was it. Every Sunday, we would come together, even after we were adults. And if we were still living in the city, um, we would have soul food Sundays. And so she did all of the cooking, you know, although all of my sisters were excellent cooks. I can cook, however, I do not like to cook. Mm. My mom loved to cook, and that was her love language. And so we would get in the kitchen, and so, you know, we're just making all kinds of noise and just laughing and enjoying each other. And then you would have this fried chicken and cornbread in the oven that's how i like mine some people like it on top of the stove but i love mine out of the oven so we have cornbread out of the oven and you had green beans that we had sat and snapped together you know and uh, for a long time it came out of her garden Mm -hmm. so we would go pick you know green peas or green beans i should say and and shell them and do just all kinds of stuff together and we would be very loud and uh rambunctious and my husband who is an introvert to his bones and comes from a military family that is very straightforward and strict, would come in and just kind of sit in the corner and just kind of look and observe all of this movement and laughter. And he enjoyed every sweet potato pie and every chocolate cake and coconut cake that came out of the kitchen. But he was like, wow, Valerie, your family is a lot.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it it's
0: crazy if
2: um it does seem like culturally we we could position people in in loud and soft and some if you think of some here in the south very quiet and reserved, and the British can be more quiet and reserved than maybe my Afrikaans culture is, and yet it's not always only that and i I really long for that we can all not just see that but that it is so individualistic because my mother was loud Mm
0: -hmm.
2: when that woman walked down the street Mm -hmm. when I came from school I would walk and I would know exactly who she was visiting because she was that loud if I came home later than she was uh, I was always a soft child mm. um, and she was the life and soul of a party. Mm-hmm. She taught dance, mm-hmm. and she would mm-hmm. when we were young people and we'd all come in and sit you know quietly and not know uh, what next to do. she would come into that room and the music would go on and, and the dancing would begin and I was so embarrassed I just about <laughs> wanted to die uh, and and so it's definitely personality driven. As well, and as you said, if you've got a group of extroverts mm-hmm. in a family, there we go, a big, loud family. But probably in between that whole family, maybe there was one like me that that just did not get into the loudness yeah, uh, yeah. of it all. And I love that we could, I pray that for each of us listening, we can truly, again, back to that, see the person. Yes. And, and, and not... Put them in a box because of where they come from, what their culture, what their color. Um, and yet also I think one needs to be uh, aware and and awakened mm-hmm. that um, if you're going to be with uh, people from the hispanic culture mm-hmm. they love laughter yes. they are a different loud and yes. their music i love their music yes. you, you, you just move with it yes. can we learn to love the different parts and the different foods and we don't i, I can never get used to uh the the bakes that we have here that what do you call them Casserolles, no the, oh, low the country the sea- oh, oh the
0: seafood balls, which I love. Oh, no, <laughs> I, can't, I can't. do the collars. Oh come on! No. And then you have to. You, it's Oysters. not. Oh, no. It is not Oyster a roast. seafood uh, boil unless you have newspaper on the table and you dump it all out hey come on now
2: oh, just too lovely uh so yes it is it is a beautiful thing yeah to know one another yes. have fun with one another's differences mm-hmm. understand and see uh where where does your heritage come from absolutely your, your, your immediate your family yes. your positioning the you've grown up and it
0: it Weaves together and makes you who you are. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, as you were talking about dance and music, that's another big thing in the African American culture is that love of music and many different genres. But you know, in my in in my household is all I can really talk about in the family of origin I have. We had not had a celebration, whether it was birthday, whether it was, I don't know, Christmas, whatever the holiday. We had not had a celebration unless it started with prayer. okay? because, yes, Jesus loves me. Mm But then we would always at some point end up with Motown on the radio, you know, doing the, and you had to have some electric slide going on. And I was really bad at it because I lived in the pastor's house and we didn't really do a lot of that, but I loved getting together and hearing the music and watching, you know, my other family members do, you know, dance and just really get into it. So that's another big thing. And like you said, recognizing that Every culture has something unique mm-hmm. and and special about them. And I want to say that word again, special about them. And be willing to hear what that is, open to what that is. And every now and then, you know, get into it a little bit. And you'll find that that person that you're looking at, it loses some of the mystique and the... Um, I don't know, the the distance because you've entered into some of their tradition, into some of their culture, and you're beginning to see the person. And it's that guard over your mouth that that your
2: first step into what's different, I don't like this, I don't do this, we don't this. Just take that out Mm -hmm. and have an open heart and go, let me go have fun with this. Let me laugh. Let's laugh together. Yes. We often, as we've spoken so often, we lament. Mm-hmm. Can we learn to laugh together? Yes. Because we all have an inner longing Yes. to laugh, to be happy, to have joy.
1: Thank you for joining us today on Two African Americans. We so appreciate your support as we delve into these sensitive topics. If you have any questions or suggestions for future podcast topics, please reach out to us at twoafricanamericans at gmail.com. Have a great day.